Uh, welcome everyone. This is Jonathan Arcade and welcome to Daily Practice Success. And again, it's another great day. No, why? Because we got, I got to again talk to you guys and and do this podcast. And I'm excited because I got another guest. He's an amazing guest. Um, he started his own business while doing a while working uh, working nine to five job. And today we're going to be talking about how to find your growth friends. And this is not easy. It's actually pretty hard because you're, you're going to run into a lot of difficulties and, if, and you're going to have to deal with it alone. And most of the time you don't, you don't have a friend or friends that actually knows what you're doing or um, supports what you're doing. And sometimes those friends kind of doing their own thing and they're not in the mindset that what you have and you're trying to do things however their your friends are not there to support you or be um be on the same page with you and sometimes it could be very negative so finding your girlfriend is not easy but once you find them hey grab them hold them stay close to them because they're going to help you throughout your entrepreneur career and when you're trying different things they're going to support you and also they they they're going to lift you up whenever you're in a you're in a funk because if you're doing something new and if you I know who if you're doing something new and sometimes it could be very very difficult for you to like fully believe on what you're doing and sometimes you're in the funk and those friends could actually help you out bring you back up so again i got ben anchor he's on the other line i'm gonna bring him out and we're gonna talk about finding your um your growth friend and also gonna talk about him working nine to five working hard labor and you know working on side hustle as well so how he got out of that um starting his own business and now he's got his own business for over six years he does broadcasts and yeah i'm gonna ask him a lot of questions find out what he does and how he did it so yeah we're just bring him out and i'm excited let's do it hi ben hey jonathan how are you <laughs> i'm good how are you yeah excellent autumn so uh colors are changing in london all good Oh man, London, that's awesome. I'm here in California. <laughs> cool. But Ben, um, before we get started, um, give us a little bit of background, who you are and what you do. Sure, yeah. So um, I've been working in uh, broadcast media for the past, well, over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, up until 2014, I was working like full-time employed uh, in like TV operations. Uh, so I was in the industry I wanted to be in. But mm. I, I, I was just yearning for something more. Um, I was always sort of making changes to the sort of operational department. So uh, I wanted to get involved more in the project side rather than the day-to-day -day stuff. Mm. Uh, and so an opportunity came around uh, in 2014 to sort of move on from full-time employment. And um, I had to reflect probably over a period of a couple of months, am I, am I doing the right thing by leaving this sort of secure bubble of, of self-employment and setting up my business with a company and uh, go, go and get my own clients essentially. Um, but it worked out. I, I sort of, you know, took the plunge 
uh, and sort of made some real solid connections before I left uh, employment. Uh, and then, yeah, I guess out of the blue, you know, you'll get a phone call and it's the, you know, maybe an ex-manager or someone you've worked with before. They're like, oh, you're available, like like freelance sort of thing. I'm, I'm like, yeah. Um, so starting with like uh, small clients, I'm now working for like public broadcasters. Uh, the clients are like multinational sort of uh, media companies now. And uh, it just sort of rolled and rolled up and uh, yeah, getting sort of, uh, uh, I thought the first year was very difficult. Um, I had a sort of a lot of responsibility on myself, a lot of expectations on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but if, if you know it, you can do it and you've got the confidence and you're driven, uh, then yeah, the, the, the proof is in the pudding. And uh, yeah, I've, I've been successfully running my own broadcast consultancy for the last six years now. That is amazing. So the, the, this is what happened, right? You're working in the industry, but you don't like, you don't want to be in that industry. You want to be um, like in the project side of it, right? Yeah. And yeah. so you, you found a gap. There, uh, There's usually a gap there. There's usually a, um, a problem that you can solve. And then you went out and then go on your way to actually do your own thing. Um, what are some challenges when you were starting doing that? Um, the the main challenge is uh, you feel like you're completely alone. Hmm. So the, the biggest challenge is trying to uh, sort of reach out to your your network and, and make some uh, like solid contacts who uh, you may not realize it there and then, but those contacts sort of down the line sort of even the months and years ahead, uh, although you didn't get anything at the time from them, mm-hmm. then because you've made the connection and you, you keep them in your network, then it may pay dividends sort of later on. Um, mm. So it's, yeah, it's it, the main challenge for me was to know sort of who to contact and who, who were the decision makers and sort of who would back me up with like, say, like the inside information, giving me the inside track on where sort of new openings might be, sort of potentially new work. Mm-hmm. Um, so keeping those com- like many, many conversations going. And sometimes you might not speak to people for a long time, uh, but they may be contact you in six months time and say, hey, I, six months ago you were free. Are you still free now sort of thing? Um, so it's, it's generally just... Uh, sort of uh, teasing out the connections and uh, sort of uh, feeling your way through it, essentially. Um, but if you've got some sort of solid growth growth friends, someone who you can sort of almost confide in, mm-hmm. um, it, it kind of instills the confidence that you are doing the right thing. And it's not a question of when, but if uh, you, you, know, you get a, a new job, essentially, or a new sort of contract or projects, that sort of thing. Hmm. That's very interesting because whenever you're do- doing something new, walk us through how was how, how did that work for you? You were working in an industry. You're also getting a freelancer uh, on the side, working working on the side. How how did that work for you? Was it hard or like were you scheduled? Did you have a sleep sleepless night? Yeah, I mean, I guess uh, working in the TV operations, there was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it was sort of like uh, on a rotor basis. So I'd have like a period of like five days and then working two days and then 
three days off. So I could have a period of time where I could properly concentrate and uh-huh. sort of make, you know, make that time worthwhile by building up uh, another sort of client base. Um, I, I was kind of forced to pin it upon it in a way because um, the uh, the company I was working for was uh, going through some redundancies and they're like, hey, you know, your, your job would be secure, but you could actually sort of leave with a package. Mm-hmm. So I had the option there and then to, to stick with the status quo and, and stay with this full-time employment that it wasn't doing anything for me anymore. So I said, no, um, I'm going to take the package and I'm, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go it alone, essentially. Um, so, yeah. I, and then, you know, a few weeks later, I managed to get uh, my first client. Uh, it was somebody I've worked with previously. Uh, and then, yeah, it just started building up from there. So uh, if you've got um, a sort of uh, a, a method on which to sort of target the sort of work you want to go after, Mm-hmm. I, I started building up like a matrix in, in a spreadsheet of target companies. So nice. I'd be like, yeah, I'd have like, say, 20 companies. And then I'd, I'd have like, say, two or three contacts. And I'd fill in the contact details and a little note of, oh, um, this contact said there might be some work in six months' time. And then I'd go on to the next company and update my sort of, you know, where I was up to in, in terms of trying to get some contact information out of that company. So I always had something to work on. I had a sheet with sort of 20 target companies. And uh, within six months, uh, three of those companies I've managed to get work with. So That's yeah. amazing. So uh, there's like golden nuggets there, right? So you know what company you have to target and just yeah. go after them. Did you like message them? How did you get in contact with them? Yeah, so uh, some companies um, I didn't have any contacts with. Uh, mm-hmm. so some companies I did, which was slightly easier. So it's like, hey, it's Ben. Oh, hi, Ben. How's it going? And you can sort of pick up an old conversation from uh, ages ago. Um, but I did actually um, start talking to some hiring sort of decision makers uh, in companies that I didn't sort of have any contacts with. And that was purely by messaging them, sort of commenting on LinkedIn, uh eventually uh the the guy emailed back and said yeah yeah you do you want to come in for a chat sort of thing and like we've got a project uh we need a, a contractor to come in and do this project uh come in for lunch and stuff so it's all about just sort of yeah either seeing which method of sort of communication works um some people might see a comment on a thread somewhere some people might reply to your email uh some people are just on whatsapp sort of messaging sort of thing um so and then eventually yeah you sort of get connected on linkedin and um yeah like i said even if that project doesn't come to fruition like there mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. then you can always keep that contact in your back pocket sort of thing um mm-hmm. so yeah it's just about being brave and uh, <laughs> so, some companies i'd say can i come in for a demonstration i'd love to see your your uh, products uh-huh and uh, they're like, oh, yeah, because everybody likes talking about the work and what they offer. Uh, and I come in and they, you know, they show me their broadcast system, for example. Uh, and then the conversation would naturally turn to, oh, so what's coming up next? Oh, yeah, we're, we're getting this uh, new client or a new project. And, okay, well, uh, I'll uh, connect on LinkedIn and stay in touch. So it's, it's all about sort of 
you know, trying to get uh, an angle and a sort of uh, a way in sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, any avenue that sort of works for you in terms of contacting. Uh, not all contacts will reply to you, so <laughs> you got to be prepared for some, uh, you know, sort of people who, who just they might you might think they're ignoring you, but try try not to think like they're ignoring you. They might just be busy, you know. They might be dealing with other things, basically. Oh man! So you hit. I think you hit it uh, right on the eye, right? Like you know, you just a little bit of courage, little you try to reach the people that you need to reach to. And then once they like, oh, come on in, do a demo, then you're, you're like hooked. You already hooked them because you got their attention now that you, all you have to do is show them what you have, which you've done for a very long time. How long were you working in the industry and then branched out? So um, I started working in broadcast uh, media 2008. Mm. So I'd spent sort of... Um, six years being sort of employed uh I, i did work for a few different companies in that six years but it was all on the payroll sort of normal employee sort of status um but i felt uh yeah not only my natural incl- inclination is to uh do more project work and more specialist work uh but also um you're in control of your own um sort of invoicing and what you charge for your, for, for, for your services, essentially. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, since I've gone self-employed and, and running my own business, then, uh, the, you know, my income has gone up quite a lot. So that, mm. was, an, that was another driver to move on. Mm. Um, but, yeah, learning, uh, just uh, learning the industry over those six years, uh, wrapped in this protective bubble of, of employment, um, yeah, that... that was a sort of uh, a good grounding essentially mm-hmm. it gave mm-hmm. me a sort of a baseline on, on how the industry works you know mm-hmm. uh, what goes on and um, yeah so then I sort of had to switch that to thinking if you go it alone you're responsible for everything <laughs> essentially <laughs> so, uh, but uh, the, the benefits outweigh the risks so to speak so um yeah ne- never look back essentially mm. yeah. uh, that's very interesting it's it's fascinating to me because it's true you put that groundwork in about six years and then once you start your own business you already know what needs to be done did you have any any limiting belief saying um or not limiting belief but did you know exactly what you're offering the client before you branched out Or did you have to learn a lot more new things in order for you to get your own clients? And, you know, did you already um, know the work? Yeah. In, in the last year of, of my sort of uh, employment uh, years, mm. I sort of really learned a lot about myself in terms of uh, my uh, personal style, my uh, values and sort of my behaviors and uh, my strengths, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, whilst I was employed, I went on a lot of courses before I left. So <laughs> I went on a leadership course. I went on a project manager's course. I got all these sort of qualifications while mm-hmm. still being employed mm-hmm. because I need, I needed to have, you know, uh, I needed to have this in my sort of arsenal sort of thing. Um, so I had some professional qualifications and also the leadership course, it really, really, Um, open my eyes to my sort of working style and 
the, the sort of work that really like suits me. Um, and then when I went through the transition from employment to my own business, um, I just sort of went after one particular type of work um, and through reinforcing the message that uh, if you can imagine filling in, I am a sort of project manager. And then you, you, even though you might not have any clients, you have to project the image that, you know, if you want to be a, a offer project management services, then anyone I was meeting, I'd be like, yeah, I'm Ben, I'm, uh, I'm a project manager. And like, oh, hey, yeah, yeah, I've, I've got a qualification and stuff. And um, yeah, doing as much as possible uh, before my departure date to make sure my CV was looking tip top. <laughs> and um, I knew deep down exactly who I was and what type of specific work I wanted to go after. Uh, and then, yeah, like I said, within weeks and months, I'd got clients uh, on, the, on the books. Uh, and yeah, it started from there. That's very interesting. So knowing what you already um, want to do and, you know, what kind of um, services you're going to provide for clients, that's amazing. That's actually key to finding, um, to owning your own business because you know what to do. However, um, my question to you, uh, Ben, is like when you tell your friends, hey, I'm actually going to quit, did you ever tell your friends or, or were they your family or friends close to you? Were they supportive at all? Yeah, I... Uh... As I said earlier, I had to spend a couple of months reflecting on if I was making the right decision or not. Mm -hmm. And um, my girlfriend at the time said, you, you probably want to spend a bit of time thinking about this. You don't want to make this decision just off the cuff and like spur of the moment decision. Um, so, yeah, I also sort of talked it through with my family. and um, But uh, crucially, I started trying to find out uh, or visualize um, how you know I might be working in the future, uh, and so I started tapping up my my contacts uh, uh, who are like independent sort of consultants uh, and asking them their opinion. Uh, and yeah, a lot of them said, "Go for it." You know, um, I've been independent for a few years. You know, I, I've managed to get work all the time, mm -hmm. uh, and so yeah, this this backed up my decision making in, in taking that sort of plunge uh, and leaving the safety net of, of full-time employment. Um, so yeah, uh, a lot of support from immediate um, family and partner and uh, just consulting with um, your sort of growth friends, your sort of uh, industry contacts or your know, people in your network essentially. Mm, okay, that, that's very good because sometimes you don't get that and sometimes you do, but when you do, it's actually a beneficial to you because you're doing something new and I know it can be very tough when you're doing something new. There's a lot of thinking and a lot of self-reflecting and a lot of doubts on yourself, but hey, you went through it and now you're actually doing it and you've been at it for six years and what are some challenges that you you face right now uh, as you go through your business and you know you've been at it for six years um i suppose the the challenge at the moment is um right now due to the pandemic mm -hmm. is um <laughs> the sort of uh, how things might be next year so i'm i'm sort of looking on the horizon um, because a lot of projects uh, are getting cancelled, 
there may be sort of less need for broadcast consultancy services. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm probably looking at sort of uh, right now speaking with my, my client at the moment to sort of extend. So normally my projects are sort of up to a year. Um, but with this one, I'm negotiating the, the project to, to last, you know, at least 18 months just to give me some sort of uh, income security. Mm. Um, so I could, uh, at the moment, I could, this uh, contract I'm with my, with my client could finish at Christmas. Um, but in the current climate right now, um, I would probably opt for uh, extending current services with, with my client rather than pursuing something something new right uh, so immediately that's um, a challenge i'm sort of figuring out mm -hmm. um and th there is times when uh there's been quiet times as well so um sometimes it'd be a, a few weeks um one time in 2017 I, I was quiet for like two and a half months um so you've got to uh, make sure you've got enough re reserves in your business. Mm -hmm. uh, make sure you're budgeting not only for the good times, but also, also for the sort of rainy days. Mm. <laughs> um, so uh, that was a bit of a, uh, a lesson learned is, is keeping some reserves in your business uh, because you may go through uh, quiet periods. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, that was uh, another sort of uh, lesson learned a few years ago. Yeah. Right. And you know all of that when you're actually doing it, right? Um, once you uh, be on your own, you're going to learn that, hey, actually, I need some kind of budget here because, you know, um, things might not work out. Yeah. <laughs> I need some layaway. And um, and especially hard to get clients, um, especially now. In the, so the COVID-19 actually affected a lot of your work. Um, it's not affected it so far. Mm -hmm. um, but I think possibly next year there are going to be some challenges. Mm. Um, I think um, maybe the public service broadcasters um, that I work with might be uh, better than some of the commercial broadcasters, possibly. Mm -hmm. um, so now I'm having to consider strategy and, and sort of things at a very high level. Um, but, um, yeah, I, I signed up for services with the current client and um, actually, um, we was uh, just a, about to start negotiations on, on extending services. Um, so that's a bit of sort of business acumen that I, I need to make sure I land, essentially, uh, <laughs> to make sure my business is protected, you know, through 2021, essentially. Mm, yeah. But, okay. The, but for sure, though, when you take this on your own business and you do your own thing, it's the 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 pay is it it um it doubles triples or a lot a lot more than what you're getting paid for um well when i first started the uh, uh the business that i started it the i guess the daily rate so i was invoicing uh, the client a daily rate essentially mm -hmm. um, and to sort of get my foot on the ladder i started at a, a modest level Mm -hmm. um, and so they're like, oh, oh, that's a really good day rate. I'm like, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd like to sort of, I'd like you to sign me up for services for at least three months. And they're like, yeah, we'll commit to three months or we'll commit to six months. Uh, but then as, as the years go on, you, you, because you're in charge of how much your, your services cost, mm 
right. then, then you know, in the last six years, the rates have gone up, and now absolutely, yeah, I command probably one of the top rates in in the business, uh, essentially. So, yeah, so so long as I guess so long as you know your worth, mm-hmm. then you can command those sorts of rates. But right. you, you've got to be sure that uh, the the rate that you're commanding is is going to be worth it for the client. Uh, and if it is worth it, then yeah, the, the that, client will pay. Yeah, that, that's very interesting to me because it's true. Once you're actually doing it and you know how much value you're providing to the client, and you know you get you, you're in charge of how much you could charge. Um, what would you say to someone who is doing um, nine to five work, which is something that he don't want to do, and like do his own business? What would you suggest to that guy? What what does he he needs to do in order for him to prepare for him doing his own thing? Um, I guess uh, well, get a good accountant for for a start. Um, <laughs> the the accountant that I landed, um, I had a very complex setup. So I was a sole trader at, at the beginning. I was uh, then moved on to uh, being an uh, incorporated business. Uh, I had uh, worked internationally as well, which sort of played into the sort of uh, accounting sort of uh, uh, problems. Well, not problems, but things to overcome. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she made a way through all these sort of difficult sort of accounting problems for me. Mm. Uh, and she uh, also um, had um, a sort of uh, legal mind as well. Uh, as well as being like a chartered financial advisor. Um, so it wasn't just straight up uh, accountant. Um, uh, she also had this uh, other skills as well, which complemented it. So uh, making sure your, your, your accounts uh, are in good order mm. uh, and ha- how to structure your business. Mm. So she's like, you don't want to be a sole trading business. You want to be an incorporated business. So uh, I'm like, yeah, she's like, you need to uh, set it up in this structure. So I'm like, oh, right, okay. So I uh, took her advice and uh, yeah, it's that set me up well for the uh, ne- next six years, essentially. Wow. Uh, and, but that's more like the sort of nuts and bolts of your business, you know, in terms of the admin. Mm-hmm. What really matters is is the substance, is, is the thing that you're offering. Right. Um, so... Yeah, I guess uh, trying to uh, get some experience or uh, leverage um, um, some of your contacts to see if you can get involved uh, in, in, in things that they're sort of running. Um, it might be sort of uh, spending uh, one day a week, sort of, it might be unpaid, but it might give you that experience and the insight into it. Um, so yeah, trying to make some connections in the, in the uh, business area that you're wanting to move into mm-hmm. um, and you know, reaching out to existing or new contacts to see um, if you can come down as uh, an intern or sort of come down and, and have a bit of a show and tell or uh, you know, let them sort of, um, sort of open up their business area and, and sort of impart some of their like, wisdom and knowledge on you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing is uh, your, your network in general. Um, so as the topic of the conversation is uh, growth friends. So these are not these are building up uh, solid 
sort of um, acquaintances who you may not see them for weeks or months. Yeah. Um, but, but when you do see them, they sort of provide this perspective or this sort of input or the uh, the sort of uh, information that uh, you, you probably need. They, they may not work in the same industry as you. Um, but I think uh, when you identify these, anytime you're sort of dealing with them, like make full sort of use of them, you know, sort of do a brain dump on them, sort of uh, ask them uh, as many questions that was in the back of your mind. And it might actually turn a corner for you and sort of give you a new avenue, for example. But yeah, these sort of uh, your Facebook friends or, you know, the guy who sits opposite from you at work, these are just sort of day-to-day -day sort of acquaintances. Um, and I guess to start a business, if everyone remembers at school, you're like, yeah, well, we should like do a business. And it, it never, it rarely works. You know, say you're, uh, you know, your buddy next door, oh, let's make a business. And it, it, it rarely works. But uh, finding those, uh, those special growth friends, um, yeah, really makes a difference uh, because they, they'll back you up and they'll instill, uh, you know, confidence in you as, at the same time. Uh, and that is absolutely correct and i know that for a fact because i have two friends who I actually do podcasts with or every monday and they're they're amazing friends right and they're mm -hmm. always they're always there whenever i needed help so it's not just like the people you talk to like um like face to face or not not it could be someone online that could be that could be you know working with or do podcasts with or just talk to online on a daily basis and that's amazing to me because now that we could talk online and do face to face just like this and yeah. i'm getting what you're saying to me now um it's definitely correct when you said that you know the connection that you're doing right now might not pay you dividend right now but pay you like a year or two or three years from now and you know yeah yeah and just be patient with it right and yeah. you, you did it then you did it your business you find um you found people that support you you found the network that you need to network with in order for you to get clients yeah um a few more things um a few more questions before i let you go because we almost ran out of time we're actually overdue okay um, <laughs> but i appreciate you ben so l l right now you're you're working on your business and you are trying to get clients um is your do your client is one er, how many clients can you take alone because that's what pretty much what um sets people apart is how many clients can you take alone before you start delegating or outsourcing some other stuff that you need to outsource yeah i, I probably only take on sort of two concurrent clients at mm -hmm. the same time mm -hmm. um if it if it uh, was a bit of a bigger project or a bigger sort of uh, consultancy job, mm -hmm. uh, then I've got a, a network of like a, a dozen consultants who we sort of bounce work off each other. Mm -hmm. So it won't be a straight up no, I'm too busy. It will be oh yeah, um, if you jump on a call with uh, me and uh, some of my associates. Uh, now these are consultants who you know run their own businesses as well do the same uh, thing yeah so wow. we we will sort of um you know do, do like a finder fee 
you know, we'll sort of refer work to each other based on, you know, percentage or something like that. So, um, yeah, we sort of make, make, still make it work, but um, sort of uh, in a network of a, a, a small consultant network, essentially. Um, but uh, for my sort of day-to-day -day sort of client work, Mm -hmm. uh, then I, I would probably only have, yeah, maximum two at the same time. Mm. And the only, uh, I guess the only other thing apart from that is I'm branching out my portfolio a little bit. So I'm going to be going into uh, more lecturing and more uh, mentoring. So uh, the mentoring might be a one-hour session. Uh, I'm going to start doing some more lectures again. I've done lecturing previously, but that would only be sort of delivering a one-hour lecture. Um, so for for small sort of client work like that, I could perhaps take on uh, a little bit more work. But for the larger consultancy uh, projects, then I have to dedicate dedicate uh, my days to them essentially. So those major consultancy jobs that only have one or two clients. Mm. Um, but yeah, maybe on the weekend or on the evenings, um, I could I could perhaps do some uh, mentoring or other sort of smaller uh, client work. Yeah, that's amazing. Okay, yeah. so you're branching out and doing more stuff that you know you. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to trying to trying to get a, a few different like uh, revenue streams. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just writing a book at the moment to launch in the new year. Uh, to again have a bit of passive passive income that I don't need to sort of worry about. Um, so yeah, uh, just diversifying the the portfolio. Yeah, that that works. That definitely works. Um, ben, um, yeah, we're out of time. So last question for you is: When it comes to business, you've been doing it for over six years. And when it comes to business, what does success mean to you? Um, I guess. Success for me is uh, deep down uh, is the work that you're doing. Do you really love doing it? Essentially, <laughs> um, uh, uh, I guess that might be paraphrasing some of Steve Jobs's quotes, but um, <laughs> um, it's it's all about finding uh, the work that really makes you tick and uh -huh. that really gives you satisfaction. Right, and it might take you uh, a long time to find it. But when you find it, you'll you'll know it essentially. You'll know it, right? Yeah, okay. absolutely. Perfect. So, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ben. Um, yes, definitely, uh, absolutely, and I I love that quote too. And um, Ben, where can we find you, and how can we get in contact you in contact with you, just in case um, someone wants to get in contact with you? Yeah, sure. So you know, feel free to link uh, link me in. So mm -hmm. LinkedIn.com, uh, Ben Anchor. Um, or just uh, go on the website, which is ancast.co.uk, A-N-C-A-S-T. Yeah. There you go, guys. It's yeah. www.ancast.co.uk. Visit it and then find out more of what Ben does. And, you know, if you guys want to hire him and you guys need some um, broadcast work done yeah. for you guys, just... There's some uh, articles and stuff on there as well. There you go. Yeah. And, and especially if, even if you don't, um, don't do the work, you know, someone who actually you, you've been in the industry enough that, you know, someone who actually knows what needs to be done. So get guys, get in contact with Ben and uh, Ben, thank you so much for coming on to the show. We appreciate yeah. you. And yeah, we're going to let you go. Bye guys. Yeah. Thank you, Jonathan. Thank you viewers. Bye-bye. <laughs>